Joshua is talking to the Israelites about what had all happened up into the point where they were now. All right? They are at the promised land. They fought many battles. You guys remember some of the battles they fought? Who could tell me about one of the battles? No? Yes. The battle of Ai. Jericho. How about the kings? The five kings? Remember that one? How about the battle when the sun didn't go down? You guys remember that one? Yeah. Wasn't that an awesome one where the sun didn't even, didn't even go down? What's that noise? Uh, so yeah. So that was one of the battles. And then what happened last week? Last week they... Eddie? Huh? Well, no, not last week. Not last week. Last week they divided up... Good guess. They divided up the land. All right? They divided up the land so that everyone got a piece. Who remembers what the name of the guy was that had waited 45 years to get his, to get his land? Anybody remember what his name was? Faith? Moses? Nope, was it Moses? Oh, Caleb. Yes, Caleb. Caleb was his name Oh, Yes, Caleb had been promised. We talked about promises last week. Caleb was promised that he was going to get his own land, and he did. God saw that promise. But now this week, Joshua was talking to them about choices. Saying, guys, we have a choice. But, you know, for me and my family, we're going to choose to follow God. Now, I'm going to share something with you. How many of you guys know I'm always honest with you? When have I ever told a lie? Never. Okay? I don't ever tell a lie. No, I don't. Get that hand down. Do not tell lies. I made a choice once, a long time ago, to not follow God. Yes. Nope. I walked away from God. I was, I was, I was 19. I was 19 years old, and I was at a high school, living on my own, and I had gone to Christian school growing up. It's okay. I, I love Jesus now. It's all right. Relax. It's okay. <laughs> I need, I want to be honest with you guys and tell you this, okay? I was living on my own, and I decided, you know what? I'm going to do my own thing. I don't need God. I'm good to go. All right? Yeah. Oh, jeez. That's what I did. So I, I did. I walked away. I did my own thing for a couple of years. But here's the thing that was happening. The whole time that I decided not to live for God, I was playing in band. I was playing music. And it was, it always happened. Every time I would meet somebody, we'd always end up talking about God. It just came up. And... I remember thinking, like, why is this always happening? I'm trying to walk away from this. And every time I go somewhere, I end up having a conversation with somebody who asks me about God. And then I tell them about it. And then in my heart, I'm thinking, what a hypocrite. I'm telling you about Jesus, and I'm not even living for him. I remember thinking that, okay? But then it got to the point where I was, I missed God so much. And he had reached out to me because God never walks away from you. It's us that walk away from him. I missed him and I turned back to him and said, God, I, I want to live for you. And I'm willing to do anything you want me to do. Whatever you want, I'll do it. I'll give up everything. You guys know the rich man went up to Jesus and said, what do I got to do to inherit the kingdom? Jesus said, what? What do you tell him to do? He said, sell everything, follow me. And he was like, oh. Um, is there an option two, maybe? Can I get, like, maybe half the stuff? And then, like, can I put the rest of it in storage? And then, when we're done, can I go? No? Okay. Okay, he, he wasn't willing to get rid of and sell all of his stuff. Okay? But at that point in my life, I was like, you know what? 
I choose, I'm going to follow God. Whatever you want me to do, God, I'll do it. And then when I was on a mission trip in Mexico, he said, I want you to be a kid's pastor. Go back to college. Not about the kid's pastor, but the college. Because I don't know if I told you guys this, but I don't like school. <laughs> I don't like it, okay? I, I had the choice then. I had the choice to quit my band and move to North Dakota to become a kid's pastor. And Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Yeah. <laughs> so I made that choice. I packed up two suitcases and I moved to Ellendale, North Dakota. Population 1,200 people. Tiny little town. Tiny, tiny little town. Okay? But I made that choice and uh, look at me. You guys look at me. I don't, I do not regret that one bit. Amy asked me that sometimes. She goes, Do you ever regret what you did? And I said, No, never. I love being here. I love being a kid's pastor, and I love you guys. I love this job. I love it. I wouldn't trade it for anything. I love getting to come up here, tell you about Jesus, and make you laugh. It's my favorite thing to do in the whole world. I love Sunday mornings to get to hang out with you, play Connect Four, listen to I love making you laugh, hearing you giggle and stuff. I just, it just kills me. I love it. That's why, that's why I can preach for 30 minutes because most of it's me going on little rants because when you laugh, I just keep going. But I love it. I love it. And that choice, I do not regret at all. Second best choice I ever made in my life. Ready for this? Come on, go. was marrying Amy. Aww. Now you're having a recording this so that I have some... Pre- right, number two. Right? Well, first, I have to, you know, obviously it was following God. But number two was marrying Amy. See, honey, I do love you. Okay? Um, right, yeah. So that was, that was another big choice, all right? Some bad choices I made, walking away from God. Some bad choices I made when I went to college, and I would have this choice. Got a big term paper due tomorrow. Ten pages. Guys, okay, just a heads up. When you go to college, you're going to have to write like ten-page papers. Ten pages. All right? Now, I have, I have two words for you. Two words. These are going to be your best friends. Ready? Double space. All right? You don't know what that is now, but you will. And you'll be in college. You'll be, you'll be 19, writing your paper, and you'll be like, oh, wait a second. Pastor, double spaced. Oh, I love you, Pastor Rand. Okay? All right? Double space. Don't ever forget that. <laughs> okay? And I'll help you out. Double space. Anyways, I only have a choice. Write this paper, or do I answer this phone call from my friend who wants to go golfing? Oh, boy. Going golfing is going to take about three hours, and go three hours, and then I can come back, and, and so you know what? I did the right thing. I went golfing. Yes, I would go golfing and pack it up and go, let's go. Hit the links, three hours. Loving every minute of it. Getting back at 12 o'clock at night. You know, because I go out to eat afterwards, too. We're laughing, joking. Get back, open up that laptop. All right. I'm going to write this paper on uh, hermeneutical references in the New Testament. Uh, got my stack of books. All right, hermeneutical references in the New Testament by Aaron. Oh, wake up in the morning. Oh, oh my paper, my paper. Uh, forget it. And then go to, Okay. F. All right? So I made some bad choices, all right? But what Joshua is telling us 
And what he says in, in Joshua 24, 15 is that him and his family, they're choosing to serve the Lord. You guys, you guys have a choice. I can't stand up here and take my Bible and shove it in your throat, eat it, read it, love it, okay? I can't do that. First of all, if I ever did that, you'd hate me for doing that and you would hate it, okay? When you, anybody that forces something on you, how many of you guys know that you just like hate that? Okay, when I was younger, I was forced to take piano lessons. I hated it. I whined and cried all the time, okay? I was 17. All the time. Just kidding. I was like eight, all right? Every time, Aaron, go practice your piano. I know why. I hate it. Okay, you want me to practice? Fine. Ding, 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 ding. You happy? Bing, bing, bong, 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 chopsticks. Bong, bong, bong. This is Beethoven's eighth. Bong, 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 bong. Okay? All right? <laughs> I hated it. I hated it. All right? And my parents realized that. And they sat down together like, I, you know, I don't think Aaron likes the piano. <laughs> you know, he kind of rolled it out the window into the street. I think he doesn't like this. All right? No, I'm just kidding about that. But I didn't have to do it anymore. They said, okay, fine. It's your choice. Do you want to take piano? And I was like, no. I'm like, okay, fine. You could have just told that before you lit it on fire. Okay? <laughs> All right? I had a choice. I didn't want to do the piano. And when it was, choices forced on you makes you, makes you hate it, okay? You, you, you repel against it. All right, I don't want to do it. That's why I'm telling you, following God is a choice. I'm never, ever going to force you to do it, but I'm going to encourage you to do it, to follow Jesus, to give your life to Jesus completely and fully. Because he will never, ever abandon you. He will never forsake you. And he will love you for the rest of your life. And maybe when people, family, friends, when they leave you or they forsake you or you feel like you're all by yourself, listen up, when you feel like you're all by yourself, I'm telling you right now, Jesus will never ever leave you and he will love you no matter what. When I walked away from God, God didn't go, well, that's a loss. Scratch him off the list. He's out. No. God never gave up on me. He sent people into my life. My mom prayed hard for me. Okay, I had things always popping up in my life that reminded me about Jesus and that he loved me. Bow your heads and close your eyes. This morning, yeah, you guys do have a choice. And I'm going to give you that choice this morning. You can choose to follow Jesus. He loves you very much. He knows you by name. He knows how many hairs are on your head. He knows what you're feeling. He knows when you're sad. He knows when you're happy. He loves you very much. He wants you to follow him. He's saying, come follow me. I'm inviting you. I'm not going to make you, but I want you to. Come follow me and I'm going to take care of you. This morning, if you want to follow Jesus, raise your hand. Okay. No one looking around. This is between you and God. Hands up or all over. Okay. You guys can put your hands down. I want you guys to repeat after me this prayer. Say, Jesus, say, Jesus, I love you. I know that you died on the cross 
from my sins so that I could be saved and go to heaven. This morning, I choose to surrender my life and follow you for the rest of my life. Thank you for loving me and taking care of me. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, I pray a blessing over each kid that prayed that prayer this morning as they asked you into the heart. Maybe they asked that, maybe they prayed that prayer for the first time, or maybe they prayed it for the second or third time. I pray that you would reveal yourself to them this morning, Lord God. Reveal your presence. Make yourself known. Be with them, Father, when they're alone and when they're scared or afraid. Be with them in all their choices. I pray that they would always choose to follow you, no matter what. That these foundations would just grow deep and deep in their life. I pray that they would read their Bible and pray every day to you. We thank you, we praise you, and we love you. In Jesus' name. Everybody said, amen, amen. God bless you guys. I love you. Have a great week.